If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going. The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now. Yes, sign up now. Sign up today. Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. It's definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is tinkling on here. Good morning and welcome to Brew with the Bennets. I'm your hostess with the moistness. Oh, I sounded like I said the mostest with the moistness. I, I know. Moistest. And, and um, can I say statistically? Definitely not moist. Dry as a desert. Arid. <laughs> Could sand doorknobs <laughs> with your foof. Oh, what? I was talking about actually my sweaty complexion. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a menopause. No. Good Lord above us. Good morning. I'm your hostess, Jamar Joe Bernardo Nay Robinson. Oh, that's a little fact for you today. Nay. I was Nay born a Robinson. And I was very, very <laughs> reluctant to get rid of that name because I love a Robinson. And my dad was called, is called still currently, Jim Robinson <clears throat> from Neighbours. He wasn't married to, oh no, Jim Robinson wasn't married to Helen Daniels. That was his mum, wasn't it? Yes, I mean, I I think that would have been a weird weird story. He was married to the woman who stood and watched him have a heart attack. Okay. Do you not um, remember? Because I... And he knocked over an orange out of a fruit bowl and it landed on the floor. Because I really loved Jason Donovan, a.k.a. Scott Robinson, when I met my now husband... He was called Scott. And I thought, this is a coincidence. And I thought, wouldn't it be lovely if he was actually called Scott Robinson? My dad's called Jim Robinson. All I need to do is change my name by depot to Charlene. And we are the cast of Neighbours. Can I just tell you, you know what's really, really weird? Go on. My first ex- sexual experience was with a dog called Bouncer. <laughs> so... It's the next door neighbours. Never been to the links the with neighbours are just oh yeah um, threefold. And instead um, of anyway. using a washing machine, what did you use to do the clothes? 
Mango. Mrs. Mango. Mrs. Mango. Yeah. <laughs> J- plain Jane Superbrain. Anyway, enough of this neighbor. I don't know why we've gone down a neighbor's oh. rabbit hole. Can I just hole? say as well, when you started with the word moist, you know, statistically, it's one of the most hated words in I the English hate language. It. I hate it. A lot it. of people hate it. I-, I don't know why. I think it's the sound of the vowels together, isn't it? The moist, moist. I think it's the sound of the... I just think it, it, it's conj- one of the most hated it conjures words. up so much imagery of things that we just don't want to imagine. But I think this is, I think it's pre-programming. I think people think of sexual things, whereas what you should think of with moist is maybe the dew on a freshly mown grass. Well, do you know what I just do thought you know, of? Sort of? No, no, no. Do you know what condensation I... on windows. Re- reprogram your brain. Well, do you know what I just thought of? What? Do you remember that little sponge that you got at the post office? The little sponge? That you'd, sponge? you'd write your stamp on it. Instead of licking it. When were you born? <laughs> That's what and moist made me think of. And it's a moist sponge in I there. use my tongue, mate. Uh, you're grim. I'm using a spice post office. Did you go in fucking Trumpton? No. What? No, hey. I right, don't remember right. the sponge. You, everybody remembers the sponge. They still have one. What do you do? Da, 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 do you think they then, still have one? Or what, they a sponge? Proved, have they proved They're that... They're sticky now, aren't they? They automatically adhere. There was that episode of Seinfeld when his wife... Knit, did she die, Susan, from licking all them stamps yeah. on the... No, they licking invites. the envelopes. Yeah. They had, um, oh, that was it. Cyanide in. <laughs> so they never got to the wedding. Oh, yeah. God. But do I, anyway. You used to go like that and then put them yeah. on you. Yeah, so you don't have to keep licking stuff. Oh. I mean, imagine How many you, letters are you sending? Well, if you work in a post office, I'd say quite a few. Right. Can you imagine having a shift in a post office? Bloody but, hell, by the end of the day, you'd have a tongue like... <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> That's an old story for people who don't right, remember. Right, okay, I don't you know. Remember, you don't know this story? No. You don't know the Michael Douglas story? Oh, the reason why Catherine Zeta-Jones is married to him is because he's got a really big tongue. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! I mean, you're in the right ballpark, but no. Why, what? Because he... Uh, <laughs> When you find out what the answer is, it's going to blow your mind. Go on. He, he can touch his He had a nose. throat cancer scare. Oh, I didn't know this. No, and he said it was because he was giving her oral sex. Rubbish. Rubbish. It's a true story. It's well, really I'm sorry it's a true story, but I'm saying there's, it's rubbish. So I don't know where your big tongue He just wanted came. to get out of licking her off. <laughs> no, he was doing it If you're going to be licking any muff, he was doing, I'd yeah. say Catherine Zeta-Jones would be. I mean, I can't vouch for what her muff is like, but I'm guessing it's pretty good. Go and get a bit of this Welsh rabbit, Michael. <laughs> get a bit of this Welsh rabbit down How here. have we sunk to this level so early on? We are literally six minutes in and this is hell. Yeah. Stop right now. Stop with the innuendos. Uh, but yeah, it, apparently that's how... It was a scare and he, he put it down to yeah, that. Yeah. And that, then there was a big thing about the safety of doing that. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of men said, it's far safer if we don't, but you carry on doing <laughs> Doing that for us. There's no risks there. Oh, God. It's like a thermometer. I also know that a few listeners listen to this sometimes with their children in the car. How are you going to explain that one, people? Good luck with that one. Yeah, they just skirt around that. It's oh. like The Simpsons. Although yeah. they didn't explicitly say the... What? They didn't say oral what, sex did, in The Simpsons. Did Simpson. Homer say that he's going to get... Well, how do you think Marge ended up with blue hair? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good night. Oh, dear. Right. Oh. So, I'm still on my introduction here. On, so, then. I was born Gemma Robinson. Oh, back and, um, yeah. Stamp. So, a uh, little nugget of information there. A little yeah. golden nugget. 
Golden nugget of a Robinson. Well, I was born a Bennett and I shall remain a Bennett. But you've got no middle name, have you? No middle name, which is why I give my kids middle names to readdress the power imbalance in our Yeah, but I think Alan was a mistake. Lives. Alan was a mistake for girls. Alan. Alan, Alan and Peter. Alan. Imagine Sophia. Sophia, Peter, Bennett. Name? Derek. <laughs> what? It's because yeah. your dad didn't have a middle well, name. Well, dad didn't have a middle name and it's what he wanted. Derek. Yeah. Just call me D. We've said it before, but... <sighs> Baby's called Derek. That just must well, have been... It's not. It's gone now, isn't it? I know it's gone, but even It'll when it was round. here... It'll come back round. Oh, look at baby Derek. It wasn't weird back then. Well, it must have been. Derek was cool at oh, one point. Oh, look at baby Bernard. Derek was a cool name at one look point. Look at baby Keith. Look at his little face. <laughs> <laughs> baby Keith there on his... Look at him. Rolling a seggy. Look at him. In the playpen. Yeah. <laughs> He built that playpen himself. He had an hammer in his nappy. Is it all right if I old baby barber? Are we doing that? I don't know. It just sounds good with baby. You don't old baby barber. Baby barber holds you. <laughs> She's fucking massive. <laughs> she came out. She was already able to drive a tractor as baby barber. I love that accent. Well, you can't hey, do it. Come down here, baby barber. Baby barber's not around. She's whacking off a bull. Sorry. Uh, this has gone filth. What are you reading? Um... What Hang on a minute. What you re- how? How does... How, uh, we've got an email just come through. It must have been advertised. What? Oh, God. Right. Well, there you go. There you go. Some news. Some breaking, news. Breaking news. Breaking news. You're going to have to do it now because people at home are going, what's the news? Okay. Well, um, Richard Herring, who we did a little snippet on his um, Can I Have My Ball Back podcast. Um, Richard Herring, if you don't know, was part of... I mean, he's done more than this, but Leon Herring... Stuart Lee and Richard Herring were kind of the iconic comedians when we were students. They were. It was the programme. Yeah. Good Morning with Richard, Not Judy. Oh, my God. Fist of Fun. Oh, my and God. And all that world they wrote on On the Hour. So yeah. all that world of Coogan, Morris, uh, Iannucci, Peter yeah. Bainham. Yeah. Uh, if, you're not, if you're not into comedy, this will mean nothing to you. But if you are, this will mean everything. Yeah, because these, like, these are like these are like the top Ke- dads. Kevin you know? Eldon. Oh, I love the Kevin, Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon was on there all the oh. time as playing the movie. And he person. branched out into Nighty Night, obviously, and with Julia Davis. So you think, you think this, is the, this is the seed. This was the starting seed of a lot of comedy in the mid-90s. What a time to be when alive. comedy was what really a time. cool. I wish we'd have been in it then. But we get in the tail end. Well, we were 11. We get in the tail end. I suppose And so. so we've been, what, what's happening, Gemma? Where are we going? Well, he's... Um, in, it's unbelievable. He's invited us to go on his live podcast tour. Rahulistapa, which is a big Rahulistapa. podcast. I listen to it. It's amazing. They've interviewed Stephen Fry. Oh, mate. They've interviewed everybody. Everyone. If, if you want to listen to anyone who's anyone... And what Gemma's saying is they've interviewed everyone and now they're so far down the list... <laughs> They've started looking at people randomly. Yeah. And it's because it's in Nottingham and they've gone, who's in Nottingham? We're local, we're free. We're local, Book we're em. free. We're bookable. Have you got anything on? We're cheap. We're cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, in we're, fact, are we paying him? <laughs> we're paying him, mate. I think we're, we're, we're bankrolling the door. So, yeah. We, so, what are we doing? We, 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 if you let me get a fucking word in edgeways, I'll let everybody know. Jesus. Sorry, I shouldn't have sworn. I'm sorry. It's not a swear. Sorry. See, that was a swear. Jesus didn't swear. No, I said fucking hell. Oh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being sensitive. Um, yeah, so we've been invited to go on Rahulista Bar um, live, and um, it's going to be at the Nottingham Playhouse. Which is? Which is? Have you ever? Poopy brown trouser time. <laughs> <laughs> Poopy brown trousers. 
Me, I am That's like a jazz musician. Sh- this is Please the, I am way out Gemma. of my If Did, I ever Gemma, let me just go on this riff. Right. What's this? Poopy brown trousers is back. Wasn't worth it. Carry no, on. awful. Don't even know what that was. Um, I, if anybody knows me, kind of, right. and I may I have said it, we're on episode ninety-one. Now. Something like that now, mate. Um, and I may have mentioned it that I always had a dream. I had a dream of being some sort of I don't know actress or you know I don't know you know treading the boards. Oh. Maybe musicals, I don't know, you know, musical theatre, maybe. I don't know, you know, news presenter, weather girl, I'd have taken anything, frankly. And um, shut up now. And I dreamt of being at the Playhouse, but I didn't imagine it would be like this. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen to this. Sat with my husband, I still feel like the plus one, riding on the coattails, I am not official anything. Can I, I just I'm just some, official. I think the metaphor is you may be mm. riding on coattails, mm. but you bought the coat <laughs> yeah. and you helped to mm. keep the coat mm. and you tailored the coat and this you chose the coat analogy. and you know where the coat goes and you've got the shoes I'm to the match. coat hanger. You're the hanger of the I coat. I am the... It doesn't matter. Oh. It, the point is they've asked us both. Yeah. And if I turned up without you... <laughs> She didn't want to come. All I'm saying is I might not speak. Imagine <laughs> that. Can I tell you a famous I'm, story? I'm so afraid of saying something wrong, yeah. dropping a clanger. You'll be fine. Da, da, da. I mean, what's the capacity? A thousand? Really? <laughs> I've done, have you ever done the Playhouse? I've been to a panto. I've done it. <laughs> Bloody done it, mate. It's a great theatre. It it's is. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful And yet, do you know what? It's a chat. Okay. It's okay. It's just the a pressure's chat. off us. The pressure's on them, really. Really? Yeah. We're just there to just respond. Okay. Just be a normal human. Oh. You, you, can I tell you something now? You're better at that than I am. Yeah. True. Do you know? True. Have you heard the famous story of Ramesh when he did Mock the Week for the first time? No. It's so funny. Go on. He told it on a panel show. He was so nervous. Mm. He was put on Mock the Week early, and mm. he didn't know what he was doing. Mm. And uh, if I've got this wrong, Rom, do you just correct it? But this is what I understand. Yeah, because he listens. We might do. We are Never. mates, sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and um, he said that he watched it back and he didn't say anything. So they sat there and, and he's just, he says, I'm just watching Mock the Week. Really? <laughs> but he's watching it from the panel going. So he hardly said anything. He hardly said anything. And in the edit, he does about three lines. Aww. And he said he was so nervous. He was just watching Mock the Week. Yeah. Just like. Oh, I'm watching Mock the Week. The thing is, was, that, was Frankie Mock Boyle on it at that time? I think it was time. that era. I think it was the era where it was very, very... Uh, Boyle heavy. Combatatative. Boyle heavy. But, yeah, you boil heavy. But the thing is, someone said to me, panel shows are weird, you know, because when you watch the edit, they seem very loose and free mm. and easy, mm. and they're not like that. I mm. don't think, anyway. Someone told me, get up there and throw as many lines as you can. And I can't remember who it was. If you throw enough shit, they'll edit some, some of stick. it, and then you'll get in the edit. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. If if you sort of sit back and try and do one line and it doesn't land, you're not in the edit. Right. Whereas if you throw as much, well, I probably just keep going Aah! making a noise just so I'm in the edit. Someone else said as well to laugh go and on. smile and clap a lot. I go. <laughs> oh God, I'd be brilliant then. Yeah. I'd be. I'm brilliant at that. Because they want your reaction. I'm so brilliant. Then you're in the edit all the time. I'm a brilliant clapper. That's what you'll be doing then. Oh, if I could just go on and work. clap and smile and laugh, I'd be. 
Junior I'd be playoffs. a great panellist. <laughs> yeah, should I just do that a lot? Clap and smile? Yeah. Oh, fine. That's fine. I can do that. Just imagine you're having a coffee with your mates. That's it. So anyway, 23rd of November. Holy shit balls. Nottingham Playhouse. Playhouse, baby. I might have to put the link on some sort of link tree. <laughs> and to think you were worried about the canal house. <laughs> I still am. Still am. Well, that's different because that's our show, isn't it? Yeah. That's but- going to be fine. It's going to be fine, mate. No one expects too much. Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. That's, that doesn't mean it's going to be shit, by the way. No. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat. But anyway, what a week. It's been busy. There's too much. There's too much. Well, spread too it out. Too much. Remember, we've got Patreons. We've got... Hey, wanna... look, you don't have to say that to me. I Dangling know what's the happening. Carrot. I if know they, what's If there's happening. some real golden nuggets, we might keep them for the people who are on the Patreon. Look, we have enough nuggets <coughs> to go around. We've got, got enough nuggets it's a share for box. the main... It's a share box of nuggets. <coughs> We've got the nuggets for the main dudes who are faithful to us and yep. listen week on, week, week in, week out, week on. Week on, week off. Are you yeah. Shift patterns. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously we've got the... The patrons. Yeah. And we save some extra nuggets for them. We do. We save extra nuggets. Sometimes we go, save that. Save that. We'll save the, oh, we'll save save that. the gossip Oh, bloody hell, save that, love. Don't say that. Yeah. Save it. That's too good. No, that's just us in the week. Like, oh, we try to say something to each other and they're like, don't say it. Don't say save it. Save it for the pod. But it, it's to do with our children. Don't say it. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to tell me about the week? I think there's one headline story. Which was bathroom. Oh, I thought you were going to say supporting Mickey Flanagan. Oh yeah, that's bigger. Yeah, let's talk about that. No, instead. let's do normal domestic. Oh, we've done, Christ. we've done, we've done show busy bit. Then. Okay, and I don't want it all to be. Oh, oh guys, when I was in my trailer with, uh, um, <laughs> I was, yeah. I was sat there one day. And Can we they still... brought in olives <coughs> that weren't stuffed, and I kicked off. It was bloody nightmare. Can we still just stress we're not show busy? Well, we know it's sat in the fucking kitchen, mate. Right, thank you. Right. Um, Sometimes I don't need to F in this pod. I do it's apologize. so awful, isn't it? I do we it, I do it sometimes. Should we have a little can swear I, box Can I tell you why table? I do it? What? Because every week when we upload the podcast, you have to press explicit. If it, 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 Well, you can choose whether it's explicit or not. And I just do explicit because I can't remember if we've sworn or not. We have. Right. So by the, by, but the reason why I dropped the F-bomb <sighs> is because I can't be asked to listen and make entirely sure that... Because yeah. if they flag a swear, yeah. you can get a strike. Right. So I just say we swear. Yeah. So some of these fucks, bums, shits, bastards, they're editorial reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Oh. Uh, uh, anyway, well, um, what are we doing? I mean, well, we can start with anything. Yesterday was a good day. What? What? What are we going to start with? Oh, We're paralysed with options here. Okay. So Thursday night, I decided to stop painting the bathroom. I didn't tell Scott what colour I was going to do it. I went behind his back. I do this often. He says it's very typically Gemma. Classic Gemma. I, I think, did apologise because rightly so, I perhaps should consult the per- consult the person I cohabit with in the colour choice of our bathroom, but I didn't. I stand by my decision. I don't regret it. I do apologise, however. I can per- just say, yes. this sounds like you're stood in front of your door as a mm. politician mm. reading out an apology. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. And anyway, so um, the bathroom used to be a kind of 
what would we say? Well, like, now very... you've put the pictures back and forth. Oh, I said it back looked and like, forth, back and forth, before and after. Before and after. What yeah. am I doing? Uh, it looked like a crack den. It was it awful. Did. It looked awful. It was awful. Well, I, I think when you paint something, you realise how mucky the walls mucky. were. Bloody mucky. It was a greeny, minty. Yeah, kind algae. of like a minty kind algae. of like. You know, avocado kind of colour, wasn't it? <laughs> then you said um, to me, just have a look in my Lifestyle magazine. Yeah. That's what you said. When I said, I'm not sure about the colour, just have a... Well, the thing say? is... Just have a look. I've been plotting... In my Lifestyle. No, in my home decoration book, uh, <laughs> magazine. The thing is, I'd made the decision about the green, I would say, a week and a half ago. Yeah. I've been gathering stuff in my boot to decorate. Gathering the, in yeah, the boot. Yeah, so you wouldn't see Foraging. it. Yeah. Um, and I bought, I've been in charity shops looking for green accessories. Do you know what you were doing? Can you only remind me of? You know the Wizard of Oz mm. when they have to pick a green, green object item, yeah. and they wonder yeah, if it's yeah, a wizard yeah, or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're little Dorothy, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was, mate. Out there in your red yeah, shoes yeah. with Toto. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I was ready to accessorize as soon as the painting was done. Now, the, the plan was to get it done and dusted so that you, because you were away Friday, Saturday. Aye. But I was so busy this weekend that that didn't happen. Well, I, I, I mean, we'll, we'll come on to the debrief yeah. in a minute. So then my... Saturday, I was at a conference all day in Birmingham. And then I got home at seven, nailed a takeaway curry with the kids and then started painting the bathroom at eight o'clock. I finished at quarter to 11. And the kids. That were, was the second coat. That's it's insanity. That was a long day. That's insanity. I know, but I wanted it done for when you it, got I, home. I mean, it is because I'd done one coat. You were still undecided. You were like, "I'm not sure about this. It's very dark. Mm. Um, what the fuck? There's another fuck. Um, <laughs> what have you done? I said. I you said you were quite miffed. I, the, the, yeah, and then. Sophia, we have to get. We'll have to come on to this because mm. I'm interested. I think other parents must have this, but it's a bloody nightmare at the mm. moment. But she was interested to see my reaction, and and on my. Can I just hold my hands up on the uh, de- debriefing mm. of the painting of the bathroom? Yeah. I should. I did what I hate other people doing. What I used to hate it when I was a designer. Yeah. And I used to hate it when I was um, at uni. With, I know what with, you're going to say. Let me finish it. Yeah. And and used to get it, when I, whenever I used to have a meeting with a client, yeah. I'd be doing a product. Mm. They'd be like, and I'm like, well, let's not make any decisions. Yeah. Let me finish. Yeah, but can you just check? No, let me finish. Yeah. Because you're not letting me yeah. complete. Yeah. And I did, and I felt the same about you. Yeah. And as I know, as a son of a decorator, mm. first coats look shite. Yeah, it they did. They always look shite. Bit patchy. Patchy shit. Not You're finished. not cut in properly. Yeah. It's all a bit... Pe- yeah. I mean, the one thing that did make me laugh, though, it is classic Gemma. There is something, and I said to you, I love you for this, because there's the, the work ethic you've got, is unreal. And the energy and the desire to make things nice, I... I I love. I think that's a special thing. But the timing is ridiculous. Like when this is the girl that knocked out the kitchen with a ball pain hammer without me telling. This is a girl that when I came home from a weekend, there was a carpet on the driveway at our old house because she'd had enough and it was 10 to 10 carpet on the drive. And it's sort of like I came back and I thought, you've picked a weekend when you're away. Mm hmm. You've picked uh, a weekend now. The kids can't technically go in the shower because mm. the steam will get behind the paint. Mm. You'd bought brushes 
that were about a penny mm-hmm. from B&M. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them and I thought, you can't paint with them. It's like mm. painting with the back of a dog's ass. Mm, mm. You were right about that. <laughs> and I just like, and I've got a load of lovely kit in the garage that I'd bought from the Dulux Decorator Center when I did the extension, which was really expensive, yes. proper brushes. Yes. And I was like, just go in the garage yes. and you, and then, and then, and then you, you were like, no. And then Sophia came in and went, mommy's just trying to do, cause she's now like an angry NATO. Mm. You know, like a peacekeeper. Mm, mm, mm. But she comes in and all she does is go, you don't understand. Mummy's trying to do her best and all you do is criticize. And then we start talking. Ah, you've had enough of this. Yeah. She, she cannot cope with any conversation. Well, we did have a bit of an argument. Yeah, but we? not like, it was frictional. It was tense. Yeah. And she can't even cope with that. But the thing that. is, you know, when I, I said to her last night, when we were lying in bed, I said, I'm really sorry about earlier today when me and your dad had a fracard. And, Fracas? Um, yeah. And, What's um, a fracard? Fracard. Is that like an angry placard? No, it's like a bar- argy-bargy argument, isn't it? An argy-bargy onion bargy. And I said, um, yeah. I said, you know what? Because I, I always say to her, I hated it when my mum and dad argued. And kids do, obviously because they do. Because it feels like their world's disintegrating. Well, they just don't want to hear it. They obviously. want everyone to be happy. Of course you do. And if you think about kids who've been through real trauma of that kind of thing, like domestic violence or, you know, it does leave scars. I'm not saying we're scarring our children because everybody argues. I remember the bathroom. Yeah. But, um, you know, you can't, you can't, I suppose some parents manage to do it and hats off to them if they do never argue in Mm. front of their kids. We haven't managed that. And, um, and I said to Sophia, I said, as I said on stage, if you don't argue in front of your kids, how do you know who's won? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I'm really sorry about that today. I said, I really didn't want you to be upset. I said, I, you know, me and daddy love each other. It's just sometimes we get on each other's tits. I didn't say that. I it said, we, we annoy each decorating. other or we have a disagreement. We get annoyed and we you know, it blows up into an argument. But then afterwards, I, I said, what one thing I think is good is that we can quickly usually quickly move on like say Mm. I I did apologize and I genuinely meant I apologize to you and you apologized to me and um and I said to Sophia um you know it does it just happens and I said because it was such a weird moment yeah we just got the email about doing realistopa yes and it was like really positive and then you walked in and you went what the fuck has gone on in this I place? didn't say what no, the no. fuck. She just went, Did what I say what the no, fuck? No, she just went, I oh. can't believe it. You really matter. And we yeah. went We went from, mummy and daddy are going to be at the playhouse to, oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, the reality. <laughs> just a and then I was just like, and I said to Sophia, my mum and dad never, ever sat me down and said, I'm really sorry we argued. Um, we know it's upsetting for you to see mum and dad arguing. They didn't do that. Never. Neither did mine. Never. Neither did mine. Yeah, yeah. But, but you said your mum and dad didn't really argue. Well, no, what you. happened was my dad would get Lily Stroppy. Mm. He'd storm out to the garage right. and then uh, he'd mum would win yeah. and he'd come back and say sorry. Right. So. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, I thought that's hopefully what we're teaching her is that it, I think it's unrealistic to say you're not going to argue with somebody. Actually, what my mum, sorry, just to interrupt yeah. in, my mum would do, would do what Barbara used to do on Royal Family. Mm. Do you remember Barbara? Mm. When, if it got too much, mm. she'd just go out. Mm. So she'd just go for a walk, yeah. my mum. It was like her protest mm. of, I'm leaving the house, mm. I've had enough, mm. but it was about 20 minutes. Yeah. She came back and went, those taties need to come off and yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's like, but I such don't know. a weird thing. But yeah, go on, sorry. But yeah, I just think it's, um, you know, 
it's unrealistic to think let your kids think that you're never going to argue because mm. you know she'll argue with live you know they'll wind each other up oh, but, terribly. but i said you love each other it's just that i said unfortunately when you the people that you love the most generally you let it rip with them because you, it's safe to do so you know you know they're not gonna you know i said i wouldn't have done that to liz patterson or you know any of my friends because you know you you tend to put your best behavior on don't you but at home it's real it's real well you can just if you're feeling arsy or you're yeah. feeling a bit short-tempered or unfortunately you bear the brunt of it can i just say though it was it it, it was my fault as a way because you come back you had a plan and i'd and i'd been in the bathroom and i'd been tinkering you can't help but tinker i'd have been like filling in the little bits mm. i'd been scraping off the paint dinky, dinky. and then i filled in a little bit and you went i wanted you to drill the walls and I now know. you can't drill the walls so i got a bit of tissue and wiped the paint now you've ruined the walls but, but in a way i am i'm i am a taskmaster because i like i get a set idea in my head and i'm like right this is happening now, then I'm doing this, then I'm doing that. And, um, but anyway, long and short of it is, <laughs> we've revamped the bathroom. It looks great. It's, it is out it's there. A, it's a brave choice. And oh, I but that's what I was going to say to you. I decided to do green about a week and a half ago, go for something really vibrant. And then I bought my, my um, decorating magazine uh -huh. and it's got a whole article on green. In the bathroom. In small spaces. What? Don't be afraid hell? to use green in small spaces. A, a, a statement colour. Go for it. Do you know what it makes me feel like? Go on. I'm inside a little green womb. It does feel kind of like, I like Calming. the, yeah, and I've got some nice lights. It feels and, like you're in the Amazon. Yeah. Doesn't it? And it's very, I've, I told you before, and I did say this, and I, in fact, her husband mentioned it to me on Friday. He was like. A husband? Her husband, Letty. I is said this, I, I've, I've letted my, I've done a letty in my bathroom. She, I, when I see her next, I'm going to say to her, mm. you're an inspiration, but it's stressful. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Every time she comes back yeah, from your yeah, house, yeah, mate, yeah. it costs me about 50 quid. Well, no, but the thing is, we've, we've said to people before um, about our house. It costs us 50 quid, should I say. So it's a two and a half bed semi, right? So it's a 1946 build. <laughs> with allergies I think I've got a cold brewing but anyway and um, you know the bathroom ain't the biggest room oh, going tiny. is it it's tiny you couldn't wash well the thing is when we moved in it was a I struggled to wash my balls in there well <laughs> 1946 there was often um, if anybody's living in a similar era house I could say is anyone living in a similar era yeah they've, they've got the nice li tiny little box room and then you had a separate toilet to the bathroom yeah. well we knocked through the toilet to the bathroom when we moved in and i think a lot of people have done that but it's still not huge is it and it's never been it's never been brilliant but it's okay but it's all right and i think i think on reflection you've done very well and you've got a gloss it now there's a few little tinkering yeah bits. glossing it um probably <laughs> don't say tonight. tonight i know you this is what you do and then you end up it's a, just do it when you can't you will I'd do like it to do it tonight i'd like to get it done it's a weird one when you say tonight because then it's always that tonight thing. tonight Gemma. i'm glossing the bathroom white <laughs> very good um <laughs> i think that's in your um genetics though because your mum was a late night painter 
she just was a le- she just got it done. I'm a late night painter. I'm yeah. a secret late night painter. I got oh, my roller out, got duh, my brushes duh, duh, in, got some turpentine, and it's a sin. Painting through the night, you know it's going to be right. When the kids get up, they can't touch shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Painting through the night, using my roller, and I'm using it right. Right, that's enough now. Painting so, through the night, night, anyway. night painting, night painting, yeah. No, night painting, night painter. You just gotta roll it. Oh, very good. I found this. Right, so enough Ariel. now. Night painting deserves the quiet night. <laughs> I'm not sure that my husband <laughs> oh, understands. You've just made me think. We've got to say this it's now. It's not like years ago. Right. We've got to. The s- fear of drinking turps. Sorry, I had right. to finish it. Okay, right. And we're not carrying on with it. That's it now, isn't it? We've done the painting. I think we've done the painting, but I did want to mention this because we had a message from... Michael Stipe of REM. No. Let me find her. Christ, Ooh. we've had some messages, haven't we? Well, that's Was it Hannah? Oh, yes, oh. Hannah. Come on, Hannah. Last week, we talked about um, your mum owning a, a hair salon that doubled up as a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> well, it, it didn't. How did we even get that? That didn't want No, happened. it's now a Chinese takeaway. Yeah. So we said, wouldn't it be funny if you had a hairdresser's that was a Chinese takeaway um, and you could heat up your ice under the yeah, hair dryer? Yeah, three under the dryer yeah. and one making spring rolls. <laughs> And we started to think of names that would be good for a hair salon slash Chinese takeaway. This is, can, I Hannah, just, can I just say, this is very Radio 2 daytime. It's very niche. Hannah has won right. the pun. Okay. She came up with some absolute belters, but my absolute favourite. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Chow Main. As in Maine. As in Maine. <laughs> right. Get that on the patent. That is amazing. How good is that? It's really good. Chow main. Chow main. Hannah, I cannot tell you how good I that mean, is. The ironic thing is it's such a good name, but the business is dreadful. <laughs> it's, although the, this is the, the, oh. the one down there that does the dog's hair. But what made me laugh is that she has been diligently trying to think of names for Chinese takeaway hairdressers. <laughs> Do you know what I love about that is Hannah, instead of she's probably not been focused at work. No. She's been yeah. neglecting responsibilities to come up with a name. Not for sleeping a, at night. Not sleeping at night. Come up with a name for a business yeah. that doesn't exist. Yeah. That is total bollocks. It's just brilliant. Can we give her a round of applause? Yeah, let's give her a round of applause. Chow Main. She won the pun. Chow Main. Brilliant. Brilliant. What a wonderful um, chat. For next week's, if you would like to win the pin, <laughs> won the pun, um, if you would like to win the pun. What we're combining. Um, you need to come up with some lovely painting idea. and decorating, no, no, no. Uh, a song that goes with painting and decorating. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good theme. Okay. That's that's yeah. almost like yeah. borderline feature. Yeah. I was going to say a cobblers and fish and chip shop. <laughs> No, no. Battered boots. No, 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 no. No, 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 no let's no, not no. do this. Anyway, that was hilarious. Um, that well is done, hilarious. Hannah. Well Chow done. Thank Maine. you for writing I in. mean, I'm so annoyed I didn't come up yeah. with that. That is so good. Uh, so good. We have to talk as well because you this weekend yes. as well you did your conference. I did Kislingo conference, and I just you know I've been to a lot of conferences. Yeah, and 
Uh, no, <laughs> can I just say, yeah. I've sat through speeches, uh-huh, uh-huh. I've watched uh, presentations, yeah. I've wandered around stalls yes. and made small talk with people. Yeah. I've got a little pen, I've made yeah. a few notes, mm. I've gone away with a uh, you know a carrier bag of mm. brochures. It's mm. been a very sedate day. Mm. At no point did I smash through a piece of wood <laughs> with my own hand. I know. So what How is good the, was what that? conference is this? So Kislinger Conference, um, it was our 10-year anniversary. I've been with the um, company for seven years now. Seven? Yes. God, that's gone quick. So I own my own little franchise teaching French to little ones, if anybody didn't know that already. Now, these are little ones. It's, it's, it's children. It's not humans who are small. No. Um, so... Um, yeah, 10-year anniversary, so it was a great day. We always go to Birmingham because it's kind of central-ish. Mm. And, um, There's not really any reason to go to Birmingham other than it being central. <laughs> no, we love Birmingham. Oh. We love Birmingham. Strain. Oh, they'll hate that. I know, I'm sorry. Just say it's but Wolverhampton, anyway. that noise. Is it? Voice. Oh. No, it's just say it's, say it's Wolverhampton, yeah, okay. then they won't care. Okay, right. So um, went to Birmingham, all the franchisees are there, and um, we had a... I think Anna had met this woman, Rachel well, ha- Rachel Haslam. To, first of all, what? sorry to cut in, what? couldn't go on the train, could you? No, striking. She had to bloody drive. Striking, my friend. You had to drive, you had to pay your emissions. Yeah. Went online, no secret where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it for Darren. Thank so, you. No secret where I'm going, yeah, pay the emissions. It. That's it. I'm off to Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, um, so anyway. Go on, Laura Haslam. I don't know. No, Rachel been. Haslam, I think her name was. Haslam. She was... Um, Any relation to the fruit and vegetables? No, oh. she... she was like the MC for the day. Okay? MC Haslam! But she was also um, a motivational speaker, okay? And she works for a company called Team... I can't remember. <laughs> well, that was motivating you, wasn't it? That's terrible. Team... It? Team somebody. I'll look it up. So she was great. She was she was bob on. Absolutely Did bob on. She, she had a Bolton go, accent. She'd come out and go, right then, we're going to do the uh, schnizzle with the language bizzle. All right, get your pens well, out. Well, she fancied herself as a bit of a comic and she was very, very good. Right. Very funny. Charismatic. Charismatic. She left school with no qualifications. She'd built this business up, I believe, Amazing. from nothing. She was c- quite incredible, actually. Wow. And she kept the pace of the day going and she was very motivational and um, at the end she got us to do this chopping wood in half with your bloody hand so and it was very symbolic because you had to put one of your targets on the wood where you you know so you so you put a picture of my face yes indeed and um you know and you had to you know size it up and then did you say bathroom as it went through? yeah i did did. so you what's the technique then because you've got the wood at home Uh you've brought it can i be honest it's a bit of a showstopper she's obviously ordered thin ply thin is i mean it's quite hefty if you feel it but it's light and it's obviously constructed a bit like stout heart would be stout heart wood stout heart yeah what what's that wood i where, think you just made some wood what's up. what's that uh, man-made wood fibers put together in MDF. lines no not mdf where it's together in oh i know what you mean so there's there's yeah. basically weak points all the way along yeah i think it's designed like balsa wood kind of balsa but it's a bit yeah. more heavy duty Love, than balsa i've never seen balsa wood and since school um, school have you no, There's never not really. a requirement. Not really. What would you like your wardrobes in? Balsa wood. It's slightly heavier than balsa, but I don't know. But anyway, I'm sure it's made. She's she's brought wood with her that is choppable. It's basically the equivalent of sugar glass, which that is what said, they use in, in the film yeah, industry. That said, it still served 
it it f- fulfilled its purpose of making you feel slightly apprehensive about doing it. Yeah, because there's a moment where you think my soft hand, yeah, hitting hard. Yeah, blood. exactly. Did you, did she ever go uh, when someone couldn't do it and, then she, and they were going ah there was mm. blood coming? She went oh sorry Jill, they have used my chopping board. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the chopping board, love. Sorry, love. Well, you did have to if you were the person holding the wood because you worked in a partnership and then you know in partners and you had to turn your head when you were holding the wood that was being chopped just so that no fragments sort of flew off into your eyes mm. and stuff but she it was it Did was symbolic flat, was it and it was palm? really satisfying yeah this part of your palm here you had Ooh, to yeah yeah and it was really satisfying that, so satisfying at school used to. and she because one of her messages was anything you're afraid of in life run at it mm. okay anything that you you know if there's if you're afraid of something, run towards it. Don't run away from it. You know, face it head on. I'm not Shh. sure that works for fire, though. No, 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 no. Or tigers. Or sharks. Yeah. Or tsunamis. There were a few exceptions, obviously. Tornadoes. Yeah, all of those. Car Don't accidents. go towards it. No, 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 no. Uh, nuclear bomb. Knife man. Yeah. yeah. Float with a machine yeah. gun. Yeah, none yeah. of so those. None of those. Dog. Mm, maybe not a dog, even. Child who shut itself. Unless <laughs> it's yours. I was going to say... So there, so there were a Ikea. few, um, there were a few uh, disclaimers, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get the so essentially, face your fears, head face on. your fears, and it was a beautiful. What a way to end the conference! Chopping. It's a big. I, I mean, mean, that's. Like I said to Anna, it's a good I ending. said she set the bar high. Whoever's doing the fucking conference next Can year, and that? I've sworn again, whoever's doing it next year, they've got f- Can you big imagine, boots to Can you imagine that if turn to and go? What's your plan then, Dave? I was just going to do some PowerPoint slides. She's just smash wood, mate. Yeah. Last year we got to smash wood up. What are you You're doing? You're going to do. I think it's going to have to get. Nut a pane of glass. Nut- <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next year? Sword swallowing. Well, we've got a crane in the car park. We're doing a bungee jump. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. We're going to set ourselves on fire. If you like to come outside, put your fire suits on. And also, course buffet. 10 on 10. Re- oh. 10 on 10. Because it was a long old day, babe. Long ass day, my friend. What was the buffet like, mate? It was beautiful. Good. Oh. Coffee on tap. Was tea on tap. Hot buffet. Cold water. Hot, hot buffet. That's the sign of a good buffet. Well, it was a hot and cold buffet. Yeah, that's the sign. Yeah. Chili. Nope. There were, there were hot wedges, hot sweet potato fries, chicken strips, hot chicken uh, strips. mozzarella bites. Nice. Salad. Um, tiny little cobs with grains on them. <laughs> Very nice. It was beautiful. And it was at the NEC? Uh, Ibis. Ibis. I always think of IBS. Yeah. Whenever I'm booked into an Ibis, yeah. I think, oh, IBS. I, I don't know. know why. I don't read well, it as Ibis. because it's got Ibis in it. I think that's probably the reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one letter away. Yes. Can I just... I won't... I'll mention food. Yeah. Because it leads me into this next Go bit. On. When I was in Middlesbrough yeah. at the weekend, yeah. uh, Peter Vincent, who runs Manford Comedy Club and uh, the gigs up there, I'm just waiting for you to tune in with your ear. Don't put this on film, will you? Why? Because it's awful. It's just nature. I've got an itchy ear. Oh, do you know what that could be? What? An itchy ear. I've had, I've had it before. I think it's just sort of wax or something. Have you all right? You're I tuned think it's in? water. Is it water? Why? What have you been doing? Shower. You haven't had a shower? I have. I thought you would... Do you no, still... not from today. I mean, from last night before I went to bed. Okay. Um, Carry on. So, in Middlesbrough, yeah. the signature dish, the famous dish in Middlesbrough, do you know what it is? Do you know what it's called? No. 
do you not know the Nick? Do you not? I mean, never heard of it. It's no, never translated. No, they had a dish. They've got a dish which is specific to the northeast, so Stockton, Middlesbrough, really? massively famous, and it's called a parmo. Have you oh. never heard parmo? No. P a r m o. Parmo. A parmo. No. Can you imagine what it is? Describe what you think a parmo is. I've not I to, think I've not it's going to be a pie, right? With ham in it, and no, I think it's going to be a. It's a cob with chips in. So far away. Okay, a pie with meat in. No. Um, no, I don't know. Basically, it's a parmesan. So it's called a parmesan is the full name. You get a chicken parmesan. You get a, a piri-piri parmesan. They get a chicken escalope with breadcrumbs, right? They fry it. They put on bechamel sauce that you get on lasagna. Yeah. They then put cheddar cheese over the top. I love the sound they, of this. They then put bacon on it oh. they then bake it yeah put another layer of cheese on I, 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 put parmesan cheese on salivating till it crusts and they put it on a plate and serve it with chips and salad sounds it sounds heavenly and i got there and apparently you can have a half parmo or a full parmo and i was with uh, matt reed and uh, ignacio lopez and uh, pete vincent yeah. and i says would you have the full and they went no one that's the full because it's too big it's impossible it's so rich and heavy mm. so i did a ha the half was like this it looked like an organ it was like mm. a kidney mm. it was literally like a spleen mm. and i couldn't finish it i got to the end and i couldn't do it it wow. was it's so rich it's beauty start off and it just like because it's everything your body is like cholesterol just smashing into mm. your body and we went to this place and they were queuing outside to get in in middlesbrough mm. it was rammed mm. two in the afternoon people having palm wars oh Want, it's really nice. It was my first one. I want a Palmo Virgin. I'll, whenever in, if we're in Middlesbrough, I'll take you. Please. The kids would like it as well, but Please. it's heavy. Mm. As you're eating it, your body's going, this is a mistake. Can you get a family Palmo? Family Palmo, everyone with an knife yeah. and fork. Just, yeah. It reminded me like, there's a film called The Great Outdoors years ago. Did you ever see it? Oh, it's one of my favourite films. You had to eat the big steak. Big Bear. Big Bear. Yeah. Big Bear Jason. Well, then he had to eat that steak yeah, and he had I to know. eat the rind yeah, as well. Horrible. It was like that, yeah. but... Um, but yeah, so I had a I had a Palmo, mate. Oh, so, John Candy, beautiful man. I know. Do you know what though? Um, I was watching um, Batman Returns at the weekend. Yeah, we've got two film discussions yeah. to do. Yeah, Batman Returns at the weekend. Watching it, you bought it. I did buy it. It's such a good film. T took me right back to my childhood, and. Um, why was I talking about this? You've made me forget. John Candy. John Candy. Oh, that was it. Um, because my brother's big into film, he, um, I texted him, I said, I sent him a screenshot. I was like, what do you think I'm watching? He was like, returns. And then... Um, he saw, he, he got overshadowed with the first one and Jack Nicholson. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a good sequel. It's an excellent sequel. But very odd, weird oh, and dark. But that's the Burton-esque thing, isn't it? Burton's, Burton's such a... No one makes films like Tim no. Burton. But I said to my brother, I said... This you know, it's got a flavour. Can I tell you what that flavour is? Licorice. Mm. I, I texted my brother and I said, the music reminds me of Scrooge. I said, is it the same composer? And he was like, yep, Danny Elfman. Wow. And then I googled Danny Elfman... Jesus. He was the 80s and 90s. Oh early 90s. my God. Every film you can think of, it's Danny Elfman. What was Elfman doing? Everything. So it's literally everything. Basically, if you look at his um, film. Dis filmography. Dis 
Gov- filmography. Yeah. If you look at what he did. So basically, wow. they went, uh, I've got a film, get me John Williams, it's busy. Get me the Elfman. That was the two calls. Well, I don't know how they... Because it was them and it was in them too then. But Williams is a very different... He's more orchestral kind of that sound. Well, no, I suppose Elfman is as well. So what did he do? Batman? Batman Returns? Oh, Scott, the list is too big. It's, it goes on and on and on and on and on. da 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 uh, But you can so hear the style. Yes. So hear the style. Beautiful, beautiful music. You watched Returns. Oh. Sophia came in, a little bit dark. Little, it is a 15. It's a 15. Why is it a 15? It is dark. Sexual, Scott. dark, nah, violent. Just everything, all of the above. But brilliant, bloody brilliant. I love Michelle Pfeiffer in that. And what did we take? The kids to yesterday. Well, our local cinema, the Ark, shout out to the Ark. Um, they do these Opened of, uh, by Noah. Sorry. Awful. Sometimes I do a dad joke. This, what is wrong with dad jokes? Someone said to, you know. They're not funny. No, but a lot of them are. No, that one wasn't. That one wasn't. Very misjudged. Oh. So our local cinema, they do runs of like um, like classic 80s films. They'll do a kids club on a Saturday. You can go and watch a classic Disney film, etc. So the, the 80s films were coming to an end this weekend and they, it were, they were showing Back to the Future. So my mate was going and I was like, oh, I love that film. It literally is like one of my mm-hmm. favourite films from my childhood. And we didn't do it at the cinema the first time round because we, we were too young. were six. When did it come out? 86? 85. 85, yeah. Because obviously they came yeah. out, it came out on the date of the... Of course. Yeah. Ah. The, the, <laughs> it'd be really a PR opportunity missed if yeah. it went... Uh, 1985, it mentioned, what year is it? The date? Something, something, 1985. Something November. Uh, uh, November 1985. And someone goes, when are we going to release it? Uh, 86? (laughs) Sorry, I think we're missing an opportunity here. Yeah, yeah. Because that, the re- no, we're not going to do it for 85. Why would we do it for, because it keeps going to 85. Yeah. And it's a really, and you could do the, de- well done, Barry. I'm yeah. a promotion. Yeah. That's- so it was um, an opportunity to see it on the big screen. And it is sublime. It is still. It's still. I, as I come out the cinema. There's not a weak point. I thought it is one of the greatest films of all time. Christa- it's perfect. And, and, and it's I appreciated, perfect. I don't know about you, but you know, on the big screen, I appreciated things I hadn't appreciated in the film. I wrote that down. Did today. you write that down? Christopher Lloyd's facial oh, expressions. Christopher the, Lloyd. The bit is, it's, he's Everything acting, about that guy. He's acting, but he's not acting. He's, he's in the background. He's such a good actor he's anyway. He's moving in the background. And the thing is, and I think eyes. kids, kids who, when we watched Back to the Future as kids, I don't think, because obviously we'd not seen Christopher Lloyd in his younger days, and he's such a good actor. I mean, he's got a great catalogue of films himself. Brilliant actor. And Michael J. Fox, I'm sorry, but he... What a guy. Such a good actor. The ba- and the dad, George McFly. Brilliant. He plays <laughs> it so well. Ah, <laughs> oh, everything about it is just spot on. It's the, it's the innocence, the playful, the, the McFly is the innocence, playfulness and the sense of adventure. Yeah. And the fact that he plays a high school kid and he's yeah. in his 20s. Yeah. Totally believable. Uh, because he's got that young energy. Yes. The only thing is, when you actually watch it, it's a bit jarring that Jennifer's his girlfriend because I'm like, that's a fully grown woman. That's a bit No, odd. I didn't but think that. I, I don't know. Anyway. No, I think it's perfect. And his delivery is just absolutely spot on. 
wrong. You, everyone talks about this, but you know that it wasn't his and wasn't first choice. Yes. And Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Can you imagine how different? I know. Have you seen the outtakes? No. On YouTube? No. They're on? Yeah. It's not the same film. I know, it wouldn't it's have been. It's dark. I know. It's, it's sort of a bit sad and bleak yeah, and yeah. a bit few it's a bit dystopian yeah and it's uneasy yeah and it's not funny no. and it's not playful no and after watching it you just straight away you'd be like yeah yeah it's not working no and all and, oh, on, and, my, and on, the only reason he could do it was when he was filming days of our lives no family Fa- family, family ties, ties. Why is Days of Our Lives, friends? Oh, yeah. Uh, family, he was film Jay Fox filming that all day, mm, mm. then would go through the night, mm. do... Um, Unbelievable. Do Back to the Future. Unbelievable. Sleep for four hours. Do the And he did that for, what, two years? I don't know. No. A year? No, However I However long know. it took to film it. What a legend to do that at night. It was just amazing. So good. And, and what a film. It's still holds it does it still the concept holds. is brilliant it's so brilliant so so brilliant although sophia made me laugh we were watching it and then she's up and fidgeting and I'm like, well do you know what, what you're fidgeting do you know what she says what i've lost one of my fake nails oh she God. was twatting about woo, doing the chair declining trying to find a fake nail i was like you're not gonna find it in the dark oh bless her i need the toilet again she'll pissing like a camel well it's because you bought a fucking bucket of coke do you know what go on that popcorn was mad you no yet again what did i say to liz patterson he always goes over the board overboard over the board he always goes over over the the board board. if there's a board there yeah he'll go over it Do you know what he's done? You all, no, but you he's always gone, he's gone over go the board, he too much. No, it's because when I got the large drink, which Scott, was a bucket. I never get a large he drink. He said, if you want popcorn, it's only like four or five quid more. You got a vat of popcorn. The popcorn, and I, it came. And, and then it, he's get, you always go, I've got a lot here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because you've ordered a vat of popcorn and a bucket of drink. Can I just say, I then said, can I have a spare one for my daughter? Who I shouldn't really be giving you that. And I filled her up, hers up to the top. So she had a normal, small size popcorn. So and I cheeky. looked at the box of popcorn, yeah. mine, hadn't gone down. No, I know. I was like, how is that possible? Yeah. It was still full. Yeah. Then I was like, does anyone? I was throwing it around the cinema. Yeah, it, you were. It went, down the side right of, it went down the side of my chair. And Sophia went, you've dropped a load of popcorn. I went, just wastage, mate. Mm. We need to get rid of this. <laughs> Do you know what? It was, I, like, it was like a mission to get rid of it. Do you know what? That's one thing I don't quite understand is that people who would always generally put stuff in the bin, are happy to leave stuff in a cinema. In a cinema. And I take with it me. I always take. Take with it me? Yeah. That sentence was a mess. We can't speak today. I it's take fine. with it I always me. take mine with me because I just, I don't know, just because they're paid to tidy up. Surely it's just that they're coming in to just check if there's any little bits on the floor, not to literally not, collect your yeah. shit up. They're not there to do a full deep clean. I tell you what, there is a weird surreal moment though when you go for a wee at the cinema. Mm. So you're crawling out in the dark, mm. trying not to disturb mm. anyone. You go into the floor, you can hear the film. Yeah. You have your little tinkle mm. and you walk back in and the film's still on. Yeah. Do I find that odd? No. No, I knew no. I, I knew you'd lost faith in that yeah, in your eyes. I don't know what you As yeah. I was saying that, yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. understand no, what you're no, saying. I, don't I suppose know. I'm reminded of that bit in Scream 2 when he goes for a wee and gets stabbed through the cubicle. Right. Yeah. No, don't see the link here. <laughs> so yeah, these things so I should keep in my head. I think you should. <clears throat> um, so that was great, going to the cinema. That was awesome. 
So, can we do a full debrief on Mickey Flanagan? You met one of your heroes. Did he disappoint or did he... He wasn't a dick? No, he's lovely. I knew it. Absolutely. I knew he was going to be nice. And also, though, and I've said this before... It's a surreal moment, yeah. but you're working. Mm. You're doing a job. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You're not in the frame of mind of this is a com- comedy hero. Exactly. You don't want to be that guy. No, it's weird. We're all here to do a job. Absolutely. But you can admire people. Of course you can. But you've got to respect it. And, yes. and the really weird thing is, and I've said this before, I've mm. met people who were at the top of the game and who were doing brilliantly, yeah. and they all seem to have this calm sort of sense of yeah contentment yeah yeah there's nothing to prove no and it's amazing how freeing that is yes so i watched the show he was brilliant and he's just got a command mm. to have a whole arena in your hand oh man for an hour and a half unbelievable it's unbelievable it is really it is and and not doing any of the tricks yeah like sometimes you watch like uh you know they do songs or they mm. do something mm. visual to yeah. try and yeah make it an arena mm. show no i'm just gonna be Mickey Flanagan yeah, and yeah. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. And that was enough. And that's yeah. all they want. Yeah. They want yeah. him to talk. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And it was so, it was just, I don't know. And and I've said to you before, it is a surreal moment because people are saying, were you nervous? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I was. No. It was a weird. Yeah. Because it's not like I've not done any gigs. No. And also the lights are so bright. You don't hear anything. Hear anything? See anything? See anything? In the first row, yeah. you don't see anything. No. So, but then the weird, the only difference is, it's the slight alien aspect of it. So, as an arena, apparently that's quite a small and intimate one, right? Because the sides are quite curved yeah. around. It's actually better to be on stage than it is in the audience. I've seen stuff there, and I didn't particularly like it. Mm. Music. Mm. We've seen the odd bit of comedy mm. there. And I always thought it was quite cavernous. When yeah. you're on stage, it doesn't feel, feel like, like that. that no. And that's because, and I was told, and I've never done a gig in an arena, no. and they have something called monitors. You probably know this. Yes. Where you can hear your own voice yeah. back. Don't you normally have that then? Not at any comedy gig, no. Don't you? No, absolutely not. What? what the fucking cackle, okay. cackle up. Okay. They just have two PAs, don't right, they? Right, okay. And I've never had my voice. And, and then he, I sort of went out and did a sound mm. check and I went, it's really weird I keep hearing my voice. Mm. And they're like, yeah, they're the monitors. Mm. And I was like, can we switch them off? And they're like, well, you no. can, but I don't advise it. No. I said, why? I said, because you'll just not hear anything. Yeah. You'll just be cavernous yeah. and it'll be, yeah. it'll every, you'll just hear nothing. Yeah. And I went, right. He said, and I, the, the tour manager was like, you're better having them on, even if yeah. it's like 70%. Yeah. So I had them on like 80%. Mm. My God, thank God I did. Because you mm. hear your voice. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. No. You can time the laughter. Yeah. But yeah, and, and I sort of sort of walked out and there was a, it was like, a, it was weird because you have to prove yourself and mm. all that. Mm. But once I got into it, it was great. Mm. It was a really, it was great. And, and there was a moment, and I think I said to you, because I had to do slightly different stuff so I didn't clip any of Mickey's yeah. content. There was a moment where I did a joke. It got a big laugh. Mm. I went to have a drink of water and then my brain went, you can't do the next bit you normally do. Ah, right. And I had a little moment where I went, oh, and I had a little drifting moment. Mm. And then your little inner monologue goes, 8,000 people and you don't know what you're going to say. You fucking idiot. That little moment. And then I went, so yeah, anyway, it's, uh," and then I went, no, you're padding. No, you're padding. Get on it. Get on it. They don't know this. They can't see the fear in your eyes. And then I went, so my eldest daughter, and I thought, we're back on, we're back on the horse. Oh my God. There was a moment where I went, you stupid boy. Yeah. You've blown it. And I just could see people at the back going, you idiot. But they weren't. But it's because you have that moment of, yeah. Um, And the one other thing I would say, no phones. 
he did the thing where you have to put your phone in a bag. Oh. Have you seen this? No. What's your thoughts? What do you mean you have to put so your phone in a bag? So when you go into the arena, when yeah. you buy the ticket, there's yeah. a thing that says, I consent to my phone being put in a locked bag. Right. Until the end of the show. Right. You don't get it back. Cloak room for phones. Right. You go in. As you're going through the door, there's a really slick operation. It costs hundreds of thousands. I was just going to say. It's really expensive. It, it, it's a, probably a million quid over the course of the tour, I think. What? But what they do is they employ more staff and you go through. And as you go through, they you give them the phone. They put it in the thing. You get an ID card. Mm. They put the phone away into mm. a stored unit. Mm. Um, the phone goes. You come into the arena. There's staff with torches to show you where your seat is. You've got a paper ticket like the old days. And then at the you don't get it in the interval. Wow. At the end of the show, you get your phone back. And Chris Rock was the first one to do it I for stand-up. I can't imagine what the storage system is. I, mean, I can't. I, I, never, I, ne- I never saw it. Or do you not take your phone? Well, the other option is just leave your phone in your car, which mm. I would do. Mm. But then you get the interesting argument, don't you? Because people are like, what happens if you have a family emergency? Mm. Well, there is that. But if you tell everyone you're at the arena mm. and you've got no access to your mm. phone, it's a bit like the 90s, isn't it? Mm. Did, ne- did did anyone not have a family emergency mm. in the night? Mm. What difference does it? And I think the actual psychology of it is really interesting because it's first time everyone, someone separated you from that. Mm. And, and it feels like a personal attack. Mm. So there's a little bit of friction. So they said, and I wouldn't have done it anyway, but just don't mention the phones. Don't go out there no. and say, you put your phone in a bag because some people are really pissed off. Mm about right. having to do okay. it and it's a you don't want an, an audience for comedy no. to be annoyed no but my god it makes the gig better Jesus, wow. i mean it's night and day really yeah because i was talking to uh gordon who's done like uh, the top promoter and, and and i think mickey's done it as well where you've had gigs where they've uh, allowed their phones and people haven't got any self-control no. so they're streaming it yeah. or they're filming it yeah. or, or they're just looking at a message or they're just looking or, at facebook yeah or and the little light goes up yeah and you're losing audience yeah. and, and in, in an arena it's hard enough to make a connection mm. and you actually think it's for music it's not a big deal no. It's not a big deal. No. It's more passive. But for comedy, if you've got a whole audience mm. on the phones mm. every 15 minutes, I think that's hard. So Chris Rock did it, mm. the first person, mm. and Mickey did it on this tour. And I was looking out there thinking, yeah, because what I noticed, and, and I've done support before, sat down straight away. They sat down. Yeah. Because there's nothing else. To start. Well, there's, there's nothing no else. Distraction, there's is nothing there? else. No. Are you going to talk to your partner who yeah. you've been with for 30 years? Mm. Fuck that. No, but I'm, do you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. either you're talking or you're watching. Mm. So I went out there and I went, hello. And, and straight away I thought, oh my God, they're, they're not fully engaged. They're not doing this. No. They're not looking round. Mm. And I think if there'd have been phones allowed, mm. most of them would have been on the phones. Yeah. Especially in the sports spot. In the sports spot. Support spot. In the support spot, yeah. this is a chance for me to look on my yeah, phone yeah. and I have to then force them yeah. not to be on their phone. Yeah, yeah. So from a support act's point of view, it's, it's amazing. Dream, yeah. And you get a focused audience, the jokes were landing harder. Mm. Straight away I was like, because there was a moment where I, I was shitting myself mm. thinking about, and the first joke, which I did, which mm. was about a local area joke. Yeah. I did a, I did a, an Ilkeston derby. Yeah. It's like yeah. shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. And the laughter was massive. And I thought, 
Wow. Oh my God, they're on. Yeah. And then from that point on, I was yeah. like, you've got it. Just yeah. do your stuff. Yeah. And um, it was just interesting that you look and you think, I think now we're at the point where we physically have to take phones off people to get them to focus. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. But also for comedy, I don't think there's any other way back. No. And what was really interesting is I watched Mickey and he's so good anyway, but the audience were with him right to the end. Yeah. And I think if you're in an arena and you've got your phone, I think there's moments where, because what was interesting is he starts by saying how long they're going to be there, what mm. time we're going to finish. So it allays a lot of the fears. He does it in a mm. funny way, obviously, because mm. he's brilliant. But you, do you know what I mean? And there was so many great bits and there's so many like bits of nostalgia where he'll he'll drop a little out, out in yeah, there, and yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I he did a bit where as a, in pandemic, he was having a look about and the little yeah. walk and he does the walk. And yeah. I, yeah just they the, love it. Yeah. And, but the new stuff's great. And he's just got, he's just, I just think he's one of those guys that can be himself. His self is really funny. He's got a really good eye for a joke and it's sort of, it's, it's, it's gone beyond. And I think it's the same thing with Peter Kay mm. and it's the same thing with Rob Brydon mm. and it's the same thing with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm. They've gone beyond, oh, God, well, yeah. they've gone beyond their material yeah. to the point where people go, I just want to be in a room with Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have share an evening. Yeah. And that is, that's, there's not many comics have that. Mm, Bishop's mm, got it. Mm, I think Manford's got it as well. Mm, Sarah Millican's got it. Where yeah. they just want to spend their evening. Mm, Do you see the difference? Yes. They don't want to hear your jokes as such. Yeah. Your jokes are great, but they yeah. just want to be with you. Yeah. And the fact that they're there mm. is special. And mm. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Mm. So yeah, it was um it was unbelievable. That's and then I, and then they sort of sort of shuffle out the gate. And then I went back on the tram. It was really weird because I was on the tram and went, you just done the support for me. <laughs> and yeah, they went, you said you were driving a car. So I'd done a joke about oh. parking in the NCP. Yeah. You aren't driving a car. <laughs> You're on the tram. And I thought, I didn't think this through. I should have got a fucking Uber. <laughs> and it's a long tram. Oh, it is. It took ages. Oh, did you have to talk all the I way? talked to, oh. there were two people who'd seen me in Derby and I can't remember the names. One of them works in TK Maxx yeah. in Into. That's how long we've been chatting. Oh. I said, do you like working in TK? She was like, yeah, I get first dibs on the clothes. I was like, oh. I love TK Maxx. It was more interesting. Bloody than hell. Me. I've just done an arena. I'm yeah. talking about TK. My wages would be all gone. What? TK. Fatal. Love it. Fatal, isn't Bloody it? Love um, it. So yes, it was it was very good, babe. That's wonderful. Yeah, right. so basically, hello to anyone who's discovered us yeah. via that. Because I gave it a plug. Yeah. Of course you've got to give yeah. it a plug. You feel bad giving it a plug. Um, but yeah, it was it was excellent. I don't think there's anything. I think there's, is there any other debrief? Would love to do more, but we'll you know we'll let you see. Uh, but it did get me thinking. What if anyone asked me to do an arena? I would do it. Good, <laughs> good. No, I think you can make it intimate. I don't think you can chat to the front row. No. Thought about that. Too big. It's too big. It's too big. People darling. are like, you know, yeah. what, why are you chatting to them? Nah. We're miles away, mate. Well done, anyway. Very proud of you, my daughter. Let's just shake a hand. Well done, well done, well done, well done, everyone. Uh, but yes, thank you very much for that. Enjoyed it. (Laughter) 
I did Mark Steele's podcast. Oh yeah, it was really. I good. really want to listen to and that. And it was, and it was really, I really good. Like Mark so Steele. I want to say thank you to him to, to, yeah, to have him on. And it, it was really good because that's another one who I remember from being a kid. Classic, mate. He's a classic. And he's, he, he's another one who can just do it. He's consistently good. And, 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 and the thing is as well, I, I know we're going about comedy on here. I'm sorry if you're not a comedy fan, but I, when I used to listen to the news quiz and mm. Jeremy Hardy, do you remember Jeremy yes, Hardy? Yes, I love Jeremy Hardy. Who was on Blackadder. Yeah. And, and, and he would, I went to watch it. It was sad he died. It was really sad. But I went to watch it mm. when I'd written on it before yeah. I'd even yeah. done the panel. Yeah. And everyone was like really desperately trying yeah. to get their jokes in. Yeah. And he sat at the end on the chair like this, yeah. like sat with his legs up yeah. and he's got, he's got his mic in his mm. hand. Mm. So he, everyone else was like perched mm. up and everyone would do their little bit, mm. right? He had no notes, no. nothing. No. And everyone would do their bit. And then he would just do a rant about the topic that was so funny, so beautifully done. The room went mad. And, and I just thought, that is a man who's so naturally funny, so intelligent that he's just going to wait and he's just going to... And it was like watching someone, uh, all these strikers fighting to score mm. and he just comes along and taps it in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Mark yeah. Steele's the same. Yeah. So we talked about HS2, mm. which... Do you know about this? It's going to be scrapped. Yeah. All that money. I know, I know, I know. What are we doing? I don't know, Doc. Don't get me started on all that. I mean, it's not, you can't even get a train to Birmingham. I know. But yeah, and then we did, it was, it was very good. So I think, uh, I forget the name of the podcast, Mark Steele's podcast. Anyway, I was on that this week. So yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. It's really good. It's really good. And it was sort of quite short and sweet. Yeah, you know, you brilliant. like a short and sweet podcast, don't oh, you? Oh, I do. When they said we're going to end it, it's 15 minutes. I thought Gemma would like that. Very good. Like a 15. Very good. A podcast when you can have it, listen to No, while no, I, I disagree with you. What? I don't want it short and sweet. I like year. it long and slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, thank you for listening this week. We are so, so, so grateful. I have to say, and it sounds as cheesy as hell, and I really struggle with this a lot, thinking about why we do this. I struggle. This isn't the conversation. No, I no, want. no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Some, what I struggle with is the admiration. Is it the word? Is that the word? We get such lovely messages from people saying thank you. You entertain us. Um, your podcast to help me through work or whatever. You know, mm. people thanking us for doing this, and I just feel sometimes uncomfortable because it feels like I'm not doing anything amazing here. We're just sitting and chatting. And um, but that said, um. <laughs> You know, ultimately, this is like an we Oscar do, speech. No, but we ultimately we do want to make a living from it because it would be nice to make a living from having fun because that's essentially what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And but we also do see it as a job in the sense that we want to deliver what you want because you enjoy listening to us. But it's weird, isn't it? Isn't it a weird job? It's a weird thing. But then you've said it before. And what? We, we said it before. It's the new radio. Yeah, okay. So and, and radio's dying. But do you think entertainment is like, because that's what it's classed as, but yet we are not, it's not scripted, we just chat. But it is entertainment, isn't it? Because people will listen to it. But I just, oh, I just... Anyway, the, my point is, <laughs> I don't know what my point is, but my point is, thank you for listening don't you don't have to thank us we're just 
it's just it's a it's a mutual exchange of you listening and us doing it isn't it yeah oh, do you know what I love you're looking about? at me going no out. no i love it I, I i'm i'm still I, i'm i'm waiting for the the point it, yeah it, 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 i don't know what I, my I, point I, is we've seemed to have missed that we were on a motorway and we've missed the junction for the point no but the thing times. is the thing is i guess I, like I get what you're you know saying. like a doctor would help you and you thank the doctor and i get why you would thank a doctor because they've helped you to get better but when people thank us for doing this, it's like, I feel like I don't deserve the thanks. Do you know what I mean? Well. It's like, it's a weird, it's like, that's really kind of you to say that. But we're probably getting as much from this as you, oh, I don't know. Anyway. So we're doctors of bullshit. No, we're not doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I, Gemma, I'm not a doctor. No, but anyway, it, it is, look. It, the, the thing is look, about it is it's the, it's the connection. Yeah. Isn't it? And, yeah. and I think the thing is as well is uh, I, I thought of a brilliant point there and You've I can't remember it. what anyway. it was now. And no, I, I think what it is as well is it's, mm. it's this medium of podcasts mm. is new because mm. it's, it's honest and mm. it's real mm. and you don't really get that it's not edited heavily mm. and you don't really get that on any other form of media maybe not so it's a little window into yeah. our dysfunctional but, maybe, but mainly happy marriage no but what i'm gonna say is right is like do you think like the massive podcasts who are making huge amounts of money right from advertising whatever and right you know at the end of the day they're getting paid because if they've got an advert and it's reaching a million listeners then obviously the, the the people who are pay, who whose advert it is, they're paying for that yeah. advertising. I get it. I get why why it happens, but um, I wonder if they ever feel guilty for earning such a lot of money for not doing anything that groundbreaking. Like as in, you're not saving lives, are you? I think you're. you're it's interesting psychology. This what. Because what you're saying is mm. that work that's worthy mm. should feel like an effort, mm. and this doesn't feel like an effort. But for some people, mm. not why is that, why is not everyone doing it then? Why has not everyone got a podcast? Because you have to have a, a level of idea that you're entertaining. You have to know what you want to talk about. Mm. You have to try and make it accessible. Mm. And it's a lot of work to do that. Mm. You have to be, mm. I mean. Well, you do a lot of work. I just turn up and talk, but you do editing, you do videos. I mean, I do the social media mainly, yeah. but I mean. Yeah, there's a bit of work, but we're not going down the pit, are we? Is what I'm that, saying. And that, but that, but that, I, I feel like you've hit something there because the my work work ethic with comedy is I'm trying to bring in a traditional nine to five work ethic mm. into a creative environment, mm. and it does pay dividends because mm. a lot of people don't have that. Mm. But equally, the reason why comedy is seen as a bit low rent or low fi mm. or or stuff mm. like that is because people look at it and go, "Well, all you're doing is talking." Mm. There's people building houses. There's mm. people operating on people. Mm. There's mm. people mm. driving mm. miles. There's people working yeah. on factory lines, yeah. and there's an outcome from that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean to say it's any less valuable, does it? Because entertainment and uh, things that people listen to. Mm are just as important as mm. people who build mm. roads. Mm. Maybe. Are they? No. 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 <laughs> anyway. What so. a load of shit. Right. Can I just say? What? That was like a live production meeting yeah. and even I was bored. Right. Well, all I'm what saying is. What you're trying is, to say is thank you. I am ultimately. And I was just going to finish There's with so that. There's so much ear maintenance Sorry. on this pod today. I was just going to say thanks for listening. Um, and we're glad you enjoy it. That because that is the point. Is it? It 
yeah, I'm going to go down another rabbit hole here, but ultimately we're big show offs. We like entertaining. We like, we like the fact that you're listening and we get a buzz out of that and we like entertaining and that's it. And thank you. Thank you for listening. We're glad you like it. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Well, thank you. And it's very kind of you to message. If you message and say, I've enjoyed yeah, it. But I, I think that's very nice of you to say that. Because that's like somebody slapping you on the back at work and saying, well done, good job today. Well, have a promotion. Yeah, well, not a promotion, but oh. well done. Thank you for doing that. And you're very, very welcome is what I'm saying. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Can I just I say, tie myself in knots sometimes, was, you know. That was long. I'm sorry. Right. Well done, everyone. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Let's not start this again. No, I don't like, do it I feel again. like you've done sort of a... I'm exhausted. That was like a... Gratis- I'm not exhausted. I'm not even exhausted. That's a lie. <laughs> You bang your mouth on there. Bang me up. It's like a gratitude marathon, that was. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, God. I'm going to go and make you a cup of tea. Thank you. I think you need us some sugar. I think you've gone a bit weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to go and have a look in our emerald bathroom. Oh. It's like having a wee inside a acorn. Yeah. Yeah. Right, um, see, speak to you soon, everyone. Take, what was the thing they need to send us? Names for... Uh, we need puns. For, for if you would like to won the pun and we know that's grammatically incorrect but it rhymes if you would like to won the pun think of puns uh, or songs that match decorating <laughs> a song that is the theme tune to decorating okay good ha- luck happy painting everyone uh, we will see you again see you again I keep saying this like Stop. we're on TV Stop. I feel like this is the one show join us next week join bye bye bye